Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. It is a Saturday, which means I'm here with Christopher. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Primal Potential podcast. It is Saturday, so I'm here with Elizabeth. Well done. We're actually recording on Sunday. We just got back from brunch. Yes, we did. Yeah, and we are we are getting this done. I have to, I have to make a little confession though. When I was deciding what we were going to give away today, at first I was like, we can't give away Edge because I don't want to give it away. I don't want you to either. <laughs> I'm going to be relegated to one scoop. Uh, no, I bought a ton. So for those of you who haven't heard, um, there is a new product. It is a drink mix. It is caffeine-free. It's calorie-free. It is sugar-free. It's artificial color flavor sweetener-free. It is freaking amazing. It is targeting mood, motivation, and metabolism. I got to try it before it officially hit the market for about a month. And I'm obsessed. It doesn't start shipping until the end of April. And I was like, I mean, I want to give it away because it's amazing, but I don't want to give it away because I don't want to. I don't want to give it away. I want it for us, like legit, because I totally, fully, once our new shipment gets here, intend to be a two scoop a day kind of girl, and I'm sure that you'll be probably like a three scoop a day kind of guy. Maybe, but we're gonna give it away anyway. Yeah, but I honestly like this is not gonna be a regular thing. We gave it away last week. Sounds pretty regular. No, 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 no. no. I, I, okay. I had pretty much said in my mind. I'm not giving away Edge this week because I'm selfish and greedy. And then I was like, all right, fine, it's new. I'll give it away one more time. And then I'm not giving it away anymore because it's freaking worth it. And one of the obvious things is there's a 100% money back guarantee. So, like, why wouldn't you buy it for yourself? I don't have to give it away. Right, but you are. I know, but this is the last time because I am very – I want to keep it for us. I bought a lot, but I also already have said I was going to ship some to Canada. I've said that to two people. I've already given away now two weeks, so I feel like all the extra stuff I bought is... Sounds like bootlegging. <sighs> I'm, I'm a little... I'm, I promise you I will not give it away this next know. week. Well, great. So the week after. No, no. Like, because, you know, like, got to keep it for us. Anyway, that is what we are giving away this week. I'll also, for those of you who want to check it out... I will put the link in the show description. Just just, just try it because it's one of those things that like you'll feel it. You'll, you'll notice it. You'll love it. Yeah. Um, so we'll announce the winner for that at the end of today's episode. I think maybe next week we'll talk about my very amazing. New hobby? Yeah. Chris can't help but laugh every time I talk about it because I get like really excited. Was I not so excited when I started? Yes, you were. We'll talk about that next week. Okay. For now, we got some questions. We do have some questions. You ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. How can we recognize and understand sufficient 
sufficiently patterns like self-sabotage and procrastination without dwelling on them in order to be solution-focused instead of stuck in these problems. All right, so how do we recognize a pattern of putting things off or what somebody considers self-sabotage without dwelling? Recognize without dwelling. I really believe that we can simplify this whole thing really significantly if we develop a process of winning the moment we're in. Because quite frankly, if you are committed to what is my best choice in this moment, how can I make my next choice my best choice, how can I win the moment I'm in, how can I make the next five minutes great, whatever it is, if you are committed to establishing that as a practice, then it really doesn't matter if you've been delaying or if you've been making choices that aren't aligned with your goals because you are in a pattern of going, well, what's my next best choice? How can I create excellence in the next five minutes? I don't know that it's as important. Like if you do that, if you are committed to developing a pattern of saying, how can I make my next choice a great choice? How can I create an excellent next five minutes? What is my next win? How can I win the moment you're in? If, if you develop that pattern, then whatever's behind you, if you've been putting things off or you've been making choices that aren't aligned with your goals, it doesn't matter because you're resetting constantly. And that is what it's all about when we talk about not getting stuck in the problem. It is about moving forward. It doesn't matter if the last choice was an average choice or a crappy choice or a great choice. We're on to a new moment. So I, I work on this constantly with my clients. It's less about pattern recognition. It's less about awareness of the problem and more about how do I optimize right here, right now? And that is not a decision you make one time. It's something that you practice. And as many moments as you have in a day are the number of opportunities you have to practice. So I would say really establish a practice of asking yourself, holding yourself accountable to winning the moment you're in, making your next five minutes an excellent five minutes, your next great choice, all of those kinds of things. And then the rest of it takes care of itself because you're always trying to win one choice at a time. Hmm. Hmm. You were somewhere else while I was saying that. I was on the next question. You were on the next question. Okay. Well, we can go there now. How do I find a way to make progress on my primary work goal on Saturday or Sunday or even a day off during the week? I really couldn't get started at all yesterday. I resent having to do it on Saturday. I even tried, I'm the type of person who takes action without motivation. Hmm. All right, so you have a primary goal and you're wanting to know how to get yourself to do it on the weekends or on a day off. What jumped out at me when you, when you read this, though, was the, I really couldn't get started at all yesterday. Yes, you could. You didn't, but you could. Don't tell yourself you can't because you for sure had the ability to get started. There's a difference between not being able to and just not doing it, right? You absolutely could. In terms of I resent having to do it on a Saturday, that I think is the biggest barrier. That is a perspective thing. Your story was, I hate that I have to do this on a weekend. I shouldn't have to do this on a weekend. I should be able to relax, blah, blah, blah. Well, for as long as that's your perspective, then you're not going to want to do the thing. 
What are your reasons to want to do it on that Saturday or on that Sunday or on that day off? I have a podcast episode coming up, probably won't air for a while, but um, it came from a book called A Happy Pocket Full of Money. And the author of the book, it's, it's a book about money, but it can be applied to really anything. And he talks about if you're trying to create wealth, whatever that means to you, you have to have many reasons, okay? You have to have many reasons. So when it comes to, I want to make progress on this primary work goal on a weekend, have many reasons. In this case, you had many reasons not to do it, and so you didn't do it. It won. Where you had the most reason, where you had the strongest argument, that's what won. Have many reasons to get it done on a weekend. Like very recently, I posted on Instagram my, more or less my to-do list on a particular Saturday. Now, I could absolutely take the perspective of like, I don't want to work on a Saturday. I'm not in the mood. I don't feel like it. But I have many reasons to do that. It makes my week better. I feel accomplished and productive. It removes stress down the road. My Monday through Friday is easier when I knock out these things on a Saturday. I feel accomplished. I'm using my time well. These things matter. You have to have a lot of reasons. If you go into a weekend and you just want to get something done for work, but you don't have your primary goal, but you don't have many reasons to get it done. And on the flip side, you have many reasons not to or why you don't want to. Where you have the most reasons is where you're going to drift, where you're going to trend. So have many reasons. The other thing, and I think this came up a couple weeks ago on the podcast, was the notion of moving the butt, right? Not the B-U-T-T butt, but the B-U-T butt. But also, move, move your butt. Also that too. That's never bad advice. So if it is, I really want to get this work stuff done, but I don't feel like it, move the butt. I really don't feel like it, but I want to get this work stuff done, right? Move your butt. Have many reasons and move your butt. Move it. Stay with me, Chris. I'm with you. Kind of. Move, move the butt. I'm just watching the dog breathing. <laughs> okay. That sounds fascinating. Is that more interesting than what we're doing here? Please. I, he please. Just, he just thumped down. Oh, my God. This is what happens when we record in the house. He just thumped. Okay. There he is. Oh, my God. Breathing. Please. <laughs> so my husband and I are at very different points in our journey. Oh, what's that like? <laughs> it's like I wrote this from your perspective. <laughs> We are in the same book, if you will. No, you didn't. This isn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Moving in the same direction, just at different paces. Hmm. Sometimes this leaves me feeling frustrated because I'm doing my journal daily and being really intentional about my days and goals, which at times means my focus is also a goal for us. We do talk, and he has definitely adopted my attitude for being intentional, and we are going in the same direction. How have you managed this in your relationship? (laughs) Or being able to hold the space for them? Tell me, how do we manage this in our relationship, Christopher? You journal. No, but it's not. I don't. Okay. Don't miss the point. Being at different points in the journey, moving at different paces, like we are first, we're not even at different points in our journey. We're on different journeys. Well, no. I mean, we're on the same journey. We're just taking vastly different routes. 
<laughs> okay. Like Get- <laughs> You're taking the road less traveled, and I'm taking some footpath that may or may not go to the same spot, but we think it does. Okay, but how do we how do we manage this in our relationship? By playing Marco Polo. Please. And that keeps us knowing where we are. I mean, you have the way you work, and I have the way I work. And yeah. we don't... I mean, I don't project onto you the way I think you should work because the way you work works for you. Yeah. And you project onto me <laughs> the way you think I should work like no, you. No, I mean. Because the way you work works for you. No. And my way has not had the best track record. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you but just, I'm still you trying. Just, <laughs> you just go wander that way. You'll eventually come back and realize it didn't work. No, I actually think that. This was more of a concern and an issue for me earlier in our relationship because... And then you gave up? No. I think that I realized that as long as we have similar values and priorities, then the the rest of the journey is less important, right? Like, ultimately... We want the same things, big picture. Small picture, not at all. Not even a little Not at all. You don't want to golf at 2 p.m. today. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, so that's why you're trying to get things done right now. (laughs) Okay, guys, I just figured out his whole game. His whole game. Literally, we get home from brunch, you guys, and he's like, I'm going to go clean up the stairs, upstairs, and then we'll... And then we'll record. Then he comes in the house and he's like, you want to record right now? And I'm like, I thought you were going to go, because he was building out part of our closet upstairs. I thought you were going to do that first. Actually, he says, I'm going to do the dishes and then we'll record. And I'm like, okay, now I know why. He wants to go golfing in a couple of hours. It still might be a no. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) Um, back to the question. So the little things, the day-to-day things for us are not the same, right? Like whether it is personal development type stuff, I listen to podcasts, I read books. Chris does not. I journal and do things like that. Chris does not. I'm incredibly organized. Chris is also not. not. (laughs) Chris is not. But we want a big family. Yes. We want a very open home. Like we want this to be a happy place. We want this to be a place where people want to come. We want this to be like a very loving place we want we want to create the same kind of environment for our family and so the rest of it really doesn't matter what encourages me is that him having his own process and and whatever doesn't stop me in any way from living according to like my day-to-day like whether Chris ever works out or not has no bearing on wow. if I, I mean, you do, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, for, I thought you meant like works out. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> exercise, <Uh-oh>. exercises. <laughs> I mean, for the first couple of years I went to CrossFit every day. You never no. worked out. Well, that doesn't stop me. It doesn't get in my way. I don't need him to be on board in order to do that. Similarly, I can prioritize any goal that I have for myself or for my business and I don't need him to be on the same path in order for me to do that. I think a lot of people 
want to have this congruence and this alignment, but there's also real benefits to balance. And this is something we used to talk about a lot more because I think it's changed a lot for us kind of naturally. But in the first couple years of our relationship, when I was working 14, 16 hours a day, seven days a week, you helped me create more free time. So there was a benefit to the fact that you weren't as like go, go, go as I was. And I think that that's still true in other ways. Look for the ways that your differences are actually really beneficial. I think a lot of people want things to be more the same than they are different. And that comes from the fact that they don't appreciate the differences that come in the relationship. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, we... We tell people this all the time, and I think people on the podcast probably don't know how how real it is. We could not be more opposite. Right. She's a Rolling Stone, and I'm Aerosmith. They are very different. That was a terrible example. I know. I was going to Rolling Stone, and then she went to music. Yeah, that didn't work out. Um, but we are so different, and the reality is my goals are not in any way inhibited because his process is very different. No. Gosh, no. And, and it is very different. It is. And there are benefits to the differences. And if you spend so much time wishing that you were like in lockstep, you're not going to appreciate all of the differences. I don't think it would be good to be in lockstep in everything. No. I think the, I think the best thing in, on your side for the differences is you get to give me a lot of I told you so's. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. All right. Moving right along. And, and honestly, in, in all fairness, I'm not a friggin' relationship expert. No. I have no idea. I, I, what has helped me is working to appreciate the differences. And we talked about this with regards to losing our daughter. Like, we handled it differently. We processed our feelings very differently. And it would have been easy to get caught up on like wanting to process it exactly the same. But the fact is, I think there were a lot of really major benefits to processing it differently. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that. just a, a sea of sad emotion constantly. Mm-hmm. We could balance it out. Yeah, more or less. I like to look at relationships like cows. And it's a, it's a, it's a, like cows? Yes, because you know, everyone's like, oh, it's a cow. But Cows are all different. Like, relationships are all different. It's not a cow is a cow is a cow. Every cow is... They're grown for different things. They have different properties. They're all different. So you can't judge a heifer... What the heck does this have to do with the question? The relationship side. Oh, my goodness. I don't... You just went on a... You said you're not a... Well, I was going off of your... You're not a relationship expert because they're all different. And I was just... Well, and I'm not... And not only are they not all different, I'm not a relationship expert. I can just tell you what has helped me, and that is looking to see the value in the differences. And... Going with my tangents. Thank you very much. Yeah. Next question. Last question. My question is, Mm. not mine, but writers. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. My question is, what should validation, acknowledging that something is hard, and self-compassion, telling yourself it's okay to feel X, Y, Z, look like now? I worry that if I don't feel validated, whether from myself or someone else, I'll just internalize my struggles and they'll manifest somewhere else in my life. Or will practice and journaling solve for this? So <laughs> if, you, if you feel like you need to be validated, then validate your feelings. Yeah. Like you, anybody can validate how they feel in any moment of a day. So if you feel like that is important for you because you're saying, if I don't validate, it's going to show up in some other way then validate yourself. Like you can do that in anything. 
I'm not wrong for feeling angry. I'm not wrong for feeling stressed. I'm not wrong for feeling lonely, whatever. If you have the sense that you need to feel validated, then validate yourself, period, full stop. If that's not working for you, then change it. So one of the things that this makes me think of um, is this Jim Collins quote. Well, actually, it's not even a quote. It's a concept because I don't remember it well enough to quote it. But (laughs) we'll we'll call it a concept. Um, He talks about the tyranny of the word or and the genius of the word and. Okay? So if we say it's this or this, He's saying there's tyranny in the word or because we're forcing ourselves to choose between this and that. The genius of the word and tells us that it can be this and this. Like you can be angry and also still take action. You can be overwhelmed and also still put one foot in front of the other. You can be sad and still take great care of yourself. We don't have to choose. It's not either I have self-compassion or I move forward and win the moment I'm in or I, I move forward and I hold myself to a particular standard. It can be both. It can absolutely be both. I'm not motivated and also I'm practicing discipline in this moment, right? It's not I'm not motivated or I'm practicing discipline. It's both. And the same is true with things like self-compassion or feeling validated. This is very individual, if you need to feel like, in the way this person um, defines validation, they say validation is acknowledging that something is hard, you can do that and do, do the hard thing. You can do that and seek perspectives that allow you to perceive it to be easier. So one of the things that I would do if, if I need to say to myself, like, Yeah, it's okay that this feels hard. And there are perspectives that would make me feel like it's easier, you know, compared to this other thing, relative to this other experience that I've had, maybe it's not so hard. Compared to somebody else's experience, maybe it's not so hard. It's not either I validate or I pursue other perspectives, either I validate or I take action, either I'm acknowledging how I'm feeling or I'm moving forward into the solution. It's both. It's absolutely both. But at the end of the day, if you feel like if you don't validate your feelings, you're just going to internalize everything and they'll manifest, validate yourself all day long and then move on. You don't stay there. Oh, geez, I'm still feeling sad and it's okay. It's okay. You can feel that, sense that, and also be in action towards the solution. Validation doesn't require that we stop, that we marinate in a particular feeling, we can keep moving on, you know? Mm. As to the part that says, uh, will journaling solve for this? It depends on you and how you do it. Are you paying attention to where do I feel like I need to validate myself? I'm not somebody who feels the need to to do that. Like, I feel how I feel. I don't, I don't know that I need to stop and validate it. But if you do, do it. Will journaling help you do that? If you're forcing yourself to pay attention to it, if you're creating a practice of paying attention to it, then yeah, I think it definitely will. So that's what I got to say about that. Yeah. And really, I mean, you, you hit it there yourself, uh, person who wrote this in. Practice makes everything. Yeah, absolutely. Try different things. Yeah. If you're not sure how validation 
and self-compassion should look, try things. Pay attention to what works and what doesn't, what feels helpful and what doesn't, and adjust accordingly. And now for the saddest part of the episode. We have a winner. But maybe we'll get lucky and this person won't claim their prize. Maybe. So You want to say who won? I will. Our winner this week is at Krista Swill. Congratulations at Krista Swill. You won Edge. Edge. I mean, I'm legit, like, no, no playing. It's really good. You're going to love it. I want to hoard it for myself because I literally see us going through a 30-day thing in, like, 10 days. Congratulations. Email Christopher at primalpotential.com within 60 days. If it's 61, you don't get it. We do. 60 days. Believe me, I pay attention. (laughs) 60 days from today's episode. So email Christopher at primalpotential.com. Tell him you were the winner of Edge from episode 873, and we will ship it to you. Keep in mind, though. Anywhere in the world. Keep in mind, though, Edge won't get to us until like early the 1st of May. So we'll ship it out then, but don't wait until then because then you might forget. And then, well, you know what? That's okay because then we'll get your product. Damn right. You can win as well, but it won't be Edge. Because, not you. It won't be Edge because I just want to keep it for myself. So you can buy Edge. I'll put that link in the show description. But the way that you win, because we give something away every Saturday, these are cool things that are often expensive that I pay for myself. These are not things that are given to me for free. Great values because it costs you nothing to comment. Yeah, you just have to leave a review of this podcast in Apple Podcasts or leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon or post on Facebook or Instagram an episode of this podcast you are loving or learning from. Tag me in it, and you could win next week. Now Chris has to go golfing, so, you know. No, I, again, it, I might not. Which I, I just discovered. Keep sending I did in not questions. Know. We're looking forward to them every week. Mm-hmm. Have a good golf game, sir. I may not go golfing. Okay. All right. Everybody, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Take care. One. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.